Hello everyone, I'm Mr. Frisco and welcome to my last real estate podcast for 2023. Uh, let's embark on this exciting journey together. Today on my podcast, have Frisco housing market insight on what to expect on the housing market in 2004. Uh, sorry, 2024. Um, we will discuss uh, taxes with my guest, Arash Gorgoni, owner of Dawas Gain CPA firm. And I'm going to introduce you to dealing on Prime State Housing Frisco. Meet Mr. Frisco a realtor selling residential real estate in Frisco and far north Dallas. As a former professional athlete, track and field, and strength and conditioning coach, Mr. Frisco immigrated to the USA 20 years ago with $50 in his pocket, a suitcase, and zero English to pursue the American dream and build a successful real estate business. Hardworking, persistent, customer service, and detail-oriented, Mr. Frisco strives to secure a smooth closing on his client's biggest investment, their home. He puts his experience and knowledge to serve his clients the best way possible. Building his business by referral allows him to maintain relationships with his clients and serve them even after the transaction is closed. This is Frisco Realty News with Mr. Frisco. Let's start with some insight about the Frisco housing market. November's market insights reveal some intriguing patterns in understanding the real estate market, particularly in a vibrant and ever and ever changing area like a Frisco. For those looking to buy or sell, these shifts offer valuable insights, helping them to navigate these decisions with more confidence. This month's trends provide an interesting snapshot on the local real estate landscape. Home prices, well, home prices are a mixed bag. The, on November, talking about home prices in Frisco, the average price for a home in November was $593,500 compared to last year at the same time, prices have dropped a bit um, with a 1.3%. Uh, to be exact, but when uh, looking at um, change from October to November, there is a significant decrease of 10.5%. It's a reminder of how unpredictable the market can be. Inventory is still low in Frisco. It has been going down uh, um, on, the uh, on the availability of homes for sale. The number stood at 322 this November, which is 7.7% less than what it was a year ago. Even from October to November, there was a slight decrease of 1.2%. This indicates that buyers have fewer options to choose from compared to the past. Uh, the pace of the sales slowing down. Uh, the, the number of homes sold in November also presents an interesting picture. Uh, only 101 homes were sold, marking an 18.8% uh, decrease from last year. The month-to-month uh, month comp uh, comparison shows a more pronounced, pronounced drop of 19.4% from October. Also, homes are... Uh, taking longer to sell, average 27 days on the market, five days more than October. Making a timely decision is important. This November, the Frisco real estate market shows a fluctuation in home prices, 
a tighter inventory and a slower pace in sales. For those looking to make a move in the, um, <clears throat> in the market, whether buying or selling, these trends are important to consider as they can significantly influence decision-making. Stay updated on November's Market Insight in Frisco Real Estate. And if you have any questions or need guidance, feel free to reach out to me. Now, what can we expect from 2024 housing market in Frisco? I could predict a historically high buyer's demand. Honestly, uh, I, I will say that because... We just are wrapping up the slowest year ever. The lowest number of homes sold in the last 30 years. In 1993, we had just 260 million people living in the US. Now we have 349 million. And this is, this is why there is a huge pent up desire for people to move in 2024. More sellers will get moving and get their homes on the market as well. The rates probably are going to drop. This is my personal opinion. Um, and interest rates fluctuate, but over the year, the, over the last three decades, they have uh, they have hooving in the five ten uh, percent range. Interest rate in 1981 was 18.6%, and most of the people believed that they will never see. Uh, the interest rates go under 15%. So let's talk about uh, the buyer demand. If we take a look on nationwide demographics uh, by age group, there are 72 million millennials now in the US and the median age of people moving out of their parents is 26 and the median age of the first-time home buyers is 35, so there are 45.0 million people in the first-time home buyers age group, historically high in this market space. Baby boomers are the largest group of homeowners with age of 65 plus, and buyers 57 plus are most likely to downsize. Baby boomers make 52% of the home sellers. And this number is for the buyers on the fence that are waiting for the market to crash. Listen to that, uh, listen to that uh, buyers on the fence. Average homeowner equity is $274,000. With that amount of equity, I wouldn't expect to have a crash anytime soon. So, uh, having said that, uh, Frisco is still expected to be a um, desirable destination for people around the country. And I expect the buyer's demand to be much higher than the, the country average. I would like to share with you as well uh, the 10 reasons people are moving. So... The first one, to be closer to family and friends, uh, or they need more space. Love their rate, but they don't love their house. They want a better neighborhood, uh, probably. Um, want a vacation home, uh, they would like to in vacation home. Lots of equity, it means a lot of choices. So 
um, many people would like to use the equity or to downsize, subsize, or to move to move another home or buy additional investment. Um, a legacy real estate, um, just a, a time to downsize, out of area location, and change change of work or or life. So now it's time. Uh, for my guest, uh, the CPA Arash Gargani. All right, here it is Arash, Arash Gargani, um, CPA, uh, owner of uh, Davos Gain, correct? Yes. Okay. Okay. Arash, thanks for coming to my show. Thank you. I appreciate that uh, because I know that we we're gonna have a lot of valuable information for businesses, for um, my real estate clients. Mm-hmm. Um, Tell me something about you. Um, how did you get in that business? What's your background? Yeah, sure. Uh, Victor, first of all, thanks for having me and happy holidays. Um, it's always good seeing you. Uh, my name is Arash Gurgani. I'm a certified public accountant. Uh, my expertise is taxation and I've been practicing taxation since 2012. Uh, I have an undergrad degree in finance from University of Nevada, Las Vegas, and I have a technical degree in accountancy from Dallas College. I, when I graduated with a finance degree, I wanted to become a stockbroker and go to investment, especially. But uh, in 2010, it didn't work out, and so I decided to, um, based on my mentor suggestion to study accounting. So I studied accounting. I worked with uh, a small accounting firm. Also, I worked at the hotel as a bartender during all of these years until I passed all the CPA exam and met the requirement and became a CPA and I started my own. Okay. Well, um, stockbroker. Uh, is that was a dream of yours, or you just thought that there's uh, opportunities? Well, at the beginning, I, before even I, I attended UNLV, I thought you know management is something that I like, and actually one of my professor at uh, community college said you have leadership character, so it's a good thing to to study. You know, go get your MBA. But uh, then I decided to be more technical and, you know, more adventurous, as I say. And then I decided to study finance. And that's how it worked out. Okay. So you said you focus, um, actually, specialized in business accounting. Uh, so do you focus on small businesses, big businesses, or individual tax returns, or all of it? Sure. Actually, in year 2020, I formed Dallas Gain. Dallas Gain is an accounting firm. And Dallas Gain provides a variety of services, including tax filing, uh, tax consultation, uh, business consultation, LLC formation. Uh, LLC formation consultation prior to LLC formation, as well as uh, bookkeeping and payroll. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So uh, the tax season is coming. Yeah. Uh, you're going to be busy. 
Always. Uh, that's how it is uh, for you guys. Um, any tips for 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 our for for my um, for our audience? Uh, you know that a lot of times people always wait for the last moment. You know. Um, yeah. What would you advise people to go through the tax season, which is uh, busy for everyone, not only for the for the accountants and for the CPAs, mm -hmm. but um, for uh, for the for the taxpayers you have to prepare that to do that you request that so what would you advise them to make their life easier well being organized you know makes life easy at any time you know that's true <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah. that's true <laughs> so i uh but you know if you if you know what you're gonna receive if you're gonna receive let's say one w2 and two 1099 and one 1099B and any other things, if you know uh, what I said, uh, what you're gonna get, so you wait until you collect all of them and then you either you file your taxes by yourself or if you have a tax advisor or CPA or enroll agent, you go to them. But knowing what you have and knowing what you expect to receive is very significant. Sometimes people forget Oh, they had an extra W two or ten ninety nine or you know another ten ninety nine, and after they get it, they already filed their taxes and they have to file uh, ex you know um, amendment to their tax return. So that's a that's an issue. Okay. Uh, you know I'm a realtor mm -hmm. and um, I have uh, sellers, um, investors that. Uh, they don't realize sometimes and don't calculate the capital gain. Mm -hmm. uh, when it's investment home, uh, let's say over there, let's say it's easier, you know, you have to just know that you own something. You, you tell the audience what exactly they own. Sure. But, um, so tell us what exactly capital gain means on the real estate investment. Well, the capital gain is the gain that you have on your investment. And so it, it doesn't matter if you buy a, a camera at one point in time and sell it in another point of the time for investment purposes, the uh, profit is going to consider capital gain. Uh, for real estate investment, is the same as any other kind of investment. And there is a three tax bracket, 0, 15%, and 20%. And it depends on... Uh, let's say married filing jointly, how much is their income, which tax bracket they're going to fall in. But to, you mentioned surprises. I, uh, I would like to say this uh, as a realtor, uh, you have an option to pay quarterly estimated tax payment to IRS. And that's like a piggy bank for you guys. So if, if you have a kind of estimate of how much you make, uh, based on that, you send IRS a check every quarter, and it's going to stay there. At the end of the year, when you file your taxes, if you owe IRS, it's not going to be a huge amount. And if you get refund, you get your money back. Okay. Okay, well, that's that's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Uh, so... But then uh, it's not only the investors, mm -hmm. you know, that... that or 
people that buy investment homes mm-hmm. own capital gain. Mm-hmm. Homeowners sure. could own capital gain as well. What the conditions are there and what would you, uh, what they own and how. Let's say you purchase a house and at some point you're going to sell it. The, the rule says, uh, there is two rules. One of them ownership, the other one is occupancy. If you own the house for five years and if you reside in the house for at, at least two years, when you sell it, married filing jointly, uh, tax exclusion is $500,000 which means if you have a gain of $500,000, you don't pay tax on it. But if you have, let's say you sold and you have a gain of $600,000, you only pay tax on extra $100,000. For single person, tax exclusion is up to $250,000. How much? $250,000. 250, okay. Yes. Okay, so uh, let's say that person leaves... um, Owns the house for five years. Mm-hmm. Uh, they decide to they decide to rent it mm-hmm. uh, after the they live there two years out of these five years, mm-hmm. but they decide to rent it mm-hmm. and they rent it. Uh, they live somewhere on rent, let's say. Some they rent a property. They move for a job, but yeah. they decide to rent their house, mm-hmm. and they decide to sell it three years later. Yeah, if, if, if they own it for five years and they lived in the house for two years, that rule applies. So even they haven't lived to that house yes. the next three years? Yes. Okay. All right. That's good to know because... Yeah, this is a black and white rule. This is objective. That's not something that I make up, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, I, some people don't understand it, so yeah. uh, that's probably it's good to know from professional. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because that's a very... Very important decision when to sell and how to sell because that could save you money. Sure, sure. <clears throat> uh, but if they own another house that, and that turns in investment, then they own on it. Capital gain. If they buy a house, another house, and move out. Well, but the, you know, like I said, I go back to the, the set rule that. And also, it all, it's very important that which day they're going to move out and how long they stay there. But usually when they sell it, um, that those rules must apply. And there is all, you know, a small things to it that I, you know, case by case is different. And, uh, but like I said, that general rule applies to that. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. Mm. Okay, um, so um, what's from now for Dawa's Gain? What's your planning, what you plan to do, and uh, what's going to be focused on the next, let's say, five years? Yes, um, I serve uh, a small businesses and individual. Dallas Gain provides those services that I mentioned. Uh, for example, individual 1040 uh as far as business goes, 1120S, known as S-Corp, and uh, it's a LLC. A lot of people don't know. They think, um, they call me, they say, it's a S-Corp. It's not an LLC. I said, S-Corp is an LLC. Another type of business that uh, Dallas Gain serves is a, a partnership, is known as 1065, is a LLC. And another type of business is 1120, known as 
C Corp is a LLC. Uh, so for next few years, my focus does not change; is is the same, and uh, I meet new people, uh, prospective client, trying to grow my business and uh, do the same thing and stick with the same principle. Okay. Um, what actually makes you successful in your business? Well, the, you know, very good question. I met uh, another colleague and he said, he said we get paid to be honest. And that's honesty, integrity is the first thing that makes us successful. Well, that, uh, that's, uh, that, that's quality, good quality to have. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, uh, if, uh, because the tax season is coming and, um, if people would like to reach you out, how can they call you or email? How, how can they reach you out? Yeah. I have a website. It's called uh, Dallas gain. You can search at www.dallasgain.com. Uh, the phone number is 972-851-3441. And uh, email is arash at dallasgain.com. All right. Well, um, thanks for uh, attending my show. I appreciate you coming and um, wish you happy new year. Thank you for having me. And I hope you enjoy years to come and be healthy and happy. Thank you very much. Thank you. Appreciate it. This is season to be jolly, and what better way to celebrate holiday spirit uh, uh, than uh, than uh, what the best uh, with the best steak in town? Till Lincoln Prime is your go-to destination if you are looking for a place that combines modern f- uh, flair with a classic taste. Savor the holidays at Deal Income Prime and enjoy delicious steak and holiday cheer all in one place. Let's talk about what makes the steakhouse a holiday must visit. The Lincoln Prime offers an enticing menu with a variety of mouth-watering options. You can savor the succulent uh, filet mignon available in both 8-ounce or 12-ounce uh, sizes or choose the uh, the the flavor uh, flavorful prime ribeye in a generous 16 ounce portion if you prefer a classic choice the prime new york strip in a 16 ounce cut is sure to st- to satisfy your taste buds for those seeking something different the lincoln prime offers a delightful veal chop in a 16 ounce size and uh Tentazing a long bone lamp chops. You can save. Uh, you, you can savor more than just a steak uh, at the place. They also uh, serve superb sushi at the cozy six-seat sushi bar. And for those who appreciate tequila, they offer a wide variety of tequila drinks, giving a modern flair to your dining adventure. It's a truly one-of-a-kind dining dest- destination. Whether you are in the mood of a uh, succulent steak, fresh sushi, or a tequila treat, there is something for everyone. And looking for a 
more personal space for your holiday uh, gatherings? Well, Deal Income Prime offers private dining options, whether it's a family gathering or a cozy holiday date. Their private dining service makes your celebration even more special. If you want more expert tips on whether uh, to dine or celebrate, follow me for the best guidance on dining spots and holiday celebrations. We're about to helping you make the most out of the, fe- the, of the festive season. Celebrate the holidays with style and great food and, and, and savor the holidays at D. Lincoln Prime. Follow me for more Frisco updates. Thank you for joining me on this episode. And before we sign off, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast and share it with friends and family who may benefit from the information. Your support means a lot to me. Have a great rest of the holiday season. Happy and successful new year. And I will see you on my next episode in 2024.